Last time on Geek Force, the squad was excited, quotation marks, about the Super Bowl. Because it means trailers and movies, not football. They analyzed the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness trailer, Jordan Peele's Nope, and Amazon Prime's The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. And they discuss the ending of Boba Fett on Disney+. Plus. And they wrap things up with Merlin and Ray talking about Nintendo Direct. Ah, so much information. But what's happening today? Now, on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the amazing G-Squad of Eming, Marlon, and Ray. Welcome back, you guys, to a brand new episode. Happy Sunday on our time. Not for the listeners' time, but our time. How's everyone doing? It's good. Fantastic. <laughs> Why is everyone laughing? I missed something. <laughs> that was Marlon's me. Was my fault. intro was so long, it went into the outro again. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> I was like, wait. Uh, we talked about a bunch of things. <laughs> no, I was like, okay. Talked about so just many things. Like, just like a point one second. <laughs> we like to mix it up here. Sometimes it'll be like, you know, keep the audience on their toes. It's like, oh, 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 okay. And then sometimes we just be like, oh, that's all I need to know. So he was just... Setting the mood of the show, I suppose. It's a lot of content. Rambling um, theme of the show. Yeah. It was a lot of content last episode, so, not going live, but it was a good, it was, it was a great episode. A lot of information for everybody. Um, same like this episode. We have a lot of information to kind of discuss today in our lovely pop culture world. So we're just going to get into it. First up, we've been waiting for so long for this, at least for me. Um, what am I talking about? I'm talking about Stranger Things season four. I don't remember the last, I don't remember when season three was out. I feel like I was five, it was five years ago or something, it was, but it was a long time ago. We were working we in a camp at the time. Wow, that was a long ass <laughs> time ago. All of us <laughs> together. I was a child. Anyway, um, that was a long time ago. Um, last week they released or uh, Netflix released some uh, promo posters um, with some really great taglines about you know getting ready for season four of Stranger Things. They even had like a little letter like 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 assigned to us or like it was for us written by I forgot who wrote it, but it was kind of cute, very 80s, very you know like they knew we waited for a long time and we've been wondering or if you remember, what happened we were wondering what was going to happen to everyone because season three ended crazy like i don't know how everyone's alive in that town i don't know why no one moved no one else moved besides you know 11 and uh will and them so it's like you know i mean was it a great tagline i feel like i was disappointed by that uh tagline they had for the every end has a beginning was that the tagline Poster. Which poster? There was like seven posters. Every end. Yeah. Every end. Every ending has a beginning. I'm like, okay. I feel, yeah. I feel like a lot of... Sh- that's been the tagline for a lot <laughs> like of a, things. This is it like a Snapple scary. thing. You open up a Snapple every... Oh, thank you, Snapple. Every ending does have a beginning. So poetic. It was very generic. Um, I know somewhere in LA, there was a whole billboard. And this was before they released the poster. Someone wrote it upside down. To write and that, that was the clue. It was upside down when they wrote that. I feel like they should have had a tagline about upside down because um, that is literally like a main thing about this show. But every end has a beginning, Marlon. Just, just in case we forgot. Maybe. Just in case. Forgot. 
Because sometimes, yeah, we don't always have beginnings. We just start in the middle and go from there. True. You Look start, at Tarantino. That's what he be start doing. Start at the end. God. Oh, oh God. That's gracious. <laughs> that's not. Um. Well, I mean, what's wild is that, you know, for the first time ever, we're getting this uh, split up into two parts. We're getting a volume one on the 27th of May and a volume two on July 1st. Yeah. And the episodes are going to be way longer this time around just to get our fill of the final season is it the final season and it looks like there's going to be three storylines say great question is it the final season because they said five originally like they they have talked about a five season plan for a couple of years now like is this the final season i'm actually really they or this tagline makes it feel like it's the final season, but I actually am really curious if it is legitimately going to be the final season or not. Because they they they're kind of beating around the bush on that one, maybe a little bit, or leaving some mystery there at the very least. Which uh, I, I don't want it to be. I want I want five First seasons. All, yes. I love five season shows. That's like the proper number. Oh, um, well, yeah, they did. Okay. I've seen what Ray said. They did say season five will be its last one because that's what the creators wrote that they originally planned to do. Um, They originally planned to conclude with season four, but there are a lot of exciting stories to tell. But I'm just saying, it's looking (laughs) the way they're setting everything up. (laughs) What that means is that there might end up being a separate season of like, just a random Stranger Things spinoff season, or just Why? like we're gonna focus like on this one thing. Episode? For, oh it, no! Like, cause like, cause if they're not finishing up with this one, then I, I I would hope they would do a great job of doing season five. I feel like this might be the last one because they did this whole like volume one, volume two thing um, to be like we're gonna make them extra long and really impactful. But they go five, I'd love it, but I'd be really surprised. They're like, cool, we're gonna drop this uh, season five, but it's all from the perspective. Of the upside down. What was going on oh, there for, the, for the whole season? I mean, long? you're right. The, what were they doing inside if, there? What was going this on? Is the, if this is the proper ending, then yeah, let it let it go with four. I don't I don't need a five. I just uh, I just want them to be able to tell the story they want to tell, and then we let it we let it rest in peace because mm-hmm. we don't need the show to go on forever. We really don't. It looks like in this upcoming season, there's three separate storylines that eventually will tie together. And, you know, with, um, oh, what's his name? The sheriff. He is somewhere in Russia. Um, Hopper? Yeah. And um, Eleven and Will are in California. And the rest of their kids are still at the, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting everything. The name of the town that they live in. the main setting. And so Shady Pines. I want to say Hawking. is it Shady Pines? No, it's, I'm like, it's, that's no, it's not Hawking. Hawking. Right? It's Hawking, Indiana. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yes, thank I you. I love how you believe me like, immediately. Shady Pines. You got it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, cat, Shady Pines. That's the name of the town. Exactly. I'm call it that now. Um, Don't. So God. in the posters, you know, they're all walking <laughs> cautiously towards some kind of opening doorway to like hell or something. I don't know. It's red and dark and doesn't look good. So it's like there's theories about what could happen. I didn't read any of them because I'm like, I need to watch season three because I forgot some things so that I could get ready for season four. But do you have any 
theories or expectations you're hoping to see in this upcoming part one of the season? I no. I don't know if I have any theories. I I mean I gotta watch season three again. It's been a minute. Oh man, yeah, that was that was a good season. I I'm really I'm just glad that I in the, in the dates because they've uh, you said it just split up. I I dislike when they're like ah oh, we'll do a thing and then nine months later we'll do the other half of the thing like so long. But it's at least end of May and beginning of July, which is real close to each other. So I'm not as sad about this uh, split up. They're still certainly going to leave us on a cliffhanger. That's the best prediction I got is whatever the ending of that made chunk of episodes we get, yeah. it will be a big cliffhanger. We will all be upset at whatever it is. Right. Mm. I, f- I feel like it's going to be about Will. I feel like there's some unresolved issues <sighs> with him having the no, link back to the upside down. So I feel like that's going to come back around at some point. Probably. Oh. oh, yeah, that's true. I do remember in season three, he started to still, he still is bothered yeah. by something there. Yeah. It was not. Near, it was. Ne- it wasn't nearly as strong as it <laughs> was in the other seasons. But there was. He was still connected in some way. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All he wanted to do was play D anD D, and nobody wanted to play with. Him. <laughs> That's all he wanted. <laughs> I mean, his defense. He's like, I've been in a coma for like a couple seasons now, and the one thing I wanted to do while I was in a coma and also fighting for my life was play D anD D. And now everyone has their hormones set to ten. Um, can we not? Right. Can we? I didn't get. I didn't get a chance to level up like I did in the hormone level. I'm still a child. I haven't done anything fun for like two summers in a row. So can we do some fun, please? Can we do some fun? I really hope they feature. They focus more on Will in a sense of like how they focus on the other kids. Like everyone has like their own little spinoff storyline. I I'm hoping since we're getting close to the end, we will have more spotlight on Will, whether that's taking us back to the upside down or whatever because he's the only kid that is still mysterious to me you know i mean even um the new kid got her little storyline you know so i'm just like will it, it began with will i guess it's gonna end with will Sad, i mean also this also these kids are getting older so they're gonna need to not speed things up but it's gonna be interesting if they're like cool these kids have fully aged just since we first started this yeah. uh their little bodies are getting to, are turning into big bodies like right now like all of them look like they're like a little bit older so i'm looking forward to seeing how they're gonna like change up the environment and the dialogue to be like great these are now young adults as opposed to when we started when they were full on yeah but i mean that's the thing there's so many young adults playing high schoolers these days that for them to actually be of high school age or early college it's like they're actually perfect for this i guess but no you're right like they should whether i mean besides dealing with saving the world i i just hope the non upside down stuff is stuff that i don't know that makes sense you know i feel like in the past seasons when they were dealing with non crazy things and they were dealing with teenager things it was just silly and kind of stalled the, the the plot a bit or stalled the episodes a bit so i'm hoping now they're older and stuff that they have more space to really show off their acting skills but like keep us still you know pulled in when they're not dealing with serious stuff if that makes sense true we'll have to wait and see i mean yeah we i mean finn and millie have been out here continuing to act and things um 
Caleb and our good buddy uh, Charlie. No, Charlie was also in the X Men movie. So it's just Caleb and what's the other kid's name? I forget the other kid's Uh, name. (laughs) Oh, Gaten. Yeah, I think those are the those are the two that haven't really been in things as of late. I think I think the rest of the cast has been finding work. Pretty consistently, I've seen but Caleb, maybe they've been doing smaller right, roles. I've, maybe voice I've acting. I've seen Caleb maybe. do modeling. I know he does modeling on the side. Like he Doesn't he Caleb walks on runways and stuff. I know he did Les Mis once upon a time. Yeah, he did. That's cool. I oh, would just. They've done a yeah. little bit of. I'm looking work. forward to Caleb's little sister in the show again because she's a little older now too, and mm. she was a star. <laughs> she was. She was. I hope she has she more took a role too. and she made it her own. She was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna say things. I'm gonna be sassy. And she knows everything. <laughs> like I could, I could give you these lines very generically. I'm gonna spice all these lines up though. I'm gonna make them real spicy. She was serious and it was in everything like, she said. Let's get more of her. Let's get more of her. This is she's like delivering just one liners that are like, oh damn. Oh, and I love that we found out she's actually a geek in the, in last season too. That made me even love her more. I was like, yes. Someone I can relate to. I just hide it though. Like she's like, I just try to hide because I don't. I'm not trying to be like y'all, but I know things, and I'm like, I've been there. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much what all we know about Stranger Things season four so far. Again, volume one comes out in May. Volume two in July. As far as what's happening beyond that, we don't know. But hey, here at Geek Force, we will keep y'all updated on the know. Um, on to our next topic. Again, this is another franchise that's near and dear to her heart. It's the Star Trek series. Now I'm talking about is the movie series uh, that originally J.J. Abrams started, but then, you know, it got passed around. I think, was it Simon Pegg is mostly handle it, which thank God is the best person to do. Um, but hey, they are doing another Star Trek movie. Um, number four. We don't know too much about it, but it, I guess in the in the sense of everyone's rebooting and restarting things, um, I'm really glad that they're like, hey, we're just going to make another movie. Because if they had re- rebooted this whole story, I would be so upset. Because we just... I, f- I, I don't know. The first movie came out like when I was in college. Yeah. It's this this movie series has been going on for a very long time. And so uh, if they could bring oh, everyone... Nine. came out in oh, nine. Oh, 09. Yeah. It's been wow, over 10 years. Wow. It's been over 10 mm. years. And they're, I mean, they're not it's like Fast and Furious, but they're going to still keep going too <laughs> in their own way. I know you see you make that face, Marlon. Um, <laughs> Star Trek God, 4 is God. coming out. Thank God for that. Hey, I mean, they still t- they have time. They could catch up and make nine more Star Trek movies. They want it I don't to. know if I need all of that. They got lots of TV shows like, in the in that universe to uh, yeah, do a lot yeah. of space Let's there. Focus on that. Um, I do <laughs> really, really. I even when they were doing these movies originally, I was like, "Can I get Captain Picard and Riker in this universe? Like, yeah, let me just see what y'all do with like having mm. Kirk and them all." all together at the same time like let's do you can also just get some new people because there's probably plenty of new characters you can come up with but it would be fun to see that enterprise in this in this jj mm. abrams simon pig verse right speaking of they're gonna the jean Luc show is coming back like next week it is very yeah, soon the first no the, mm. yeah the first week of march right yeah 
Season two. I know I'm juiced because season one was it gave me panic attacks. I was just like, wait, this is season one. That was a a lot. lot It was a lot happening. (laughs) A lot of happiness, a lot of sadness, a lot of what is happening? And they're like, Oh yeah, season two is coming out in two years later, you know? And now we're here. Whoopee. Trailer came out. Whoopee. The child never ended. Which I was waiting for in season one, but they they saved it for season two. Makes me even happier. Um, yeah, it's a good time to be a Star Trek fan, you know. Um, with everything, does anyone have anything? Any predictions on the? I know Marlon has something to say about the Star Trek movie. Say your two things, <laughs> Marlon. Say my two things. Uh, let's see my two things. I think that. Um, it's going to be really weird not having John DeLancey as Q, honestly. I feel like he was an amazing Q. Uh, whoever they're going to get to play him, it's going to be so interesting, you know? What do you in mean? The, Picard He's Q? in it. You're, no, your two there. things. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> She's talking about the, the movie franchise. You're talking about the TV show. No, he can't be talking about the TV I show because yeah. John DeLancey <laughs> is Q in the TV show. I know, that's why I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, is John DeLancey going to yes! be reprising his role on the Star Trek movie? I don't, I don't, I, I have no, screen. they yes. haven't talked about that. I don't. Have you not seen any of our posts? Thank you. Wait, wait, I'm going to focus on Raymond. They haven't talked about John DeLancey reprising I mean, his role, have they? I don't know if the What's movie, oh, you're talking about the movie? He's, he's coming In back. The movie? What are we talking about? The TV show, the TV what? show. <laughs> We're the TV show. I'm talking about the Sorry. movie. I'm not talking about the TV show. I'm talking about the movie. John. Why would he be? Never mind. Forget it. <laughs> I don't. Does with Kirk and things. Q. Not... Yeah, Q wasn't around in that <laughs> timeline of Star Trek. <laughs> Are you saying that Q's? Co- I thought first of all, I thought Cat was saying that they were doing the Q for the movie, which is why I was like, oh, I hope he comes back for that. If they can get him back for that. So what it sounds like is. There were two different phrases we that they were talking about. Let's dissect them. So for the first line, are we? So are is the, let's talk about this. Let's take it apart. Is the first line of questioning about the TV show, or is it about the movie? Then we can figure out how we want we to take this conversation. We jump back and forth, but we're gonna go back to the TV okay. show. Which one do we want to pick? The TV show, the card, the Fantastic. TV show. Because that's Great. the cue. Don't is watch at. it. Cool. Don't watch it. <laughs> don't watch it, or you don't watch no. it. I okay. don't watch it, so I have nothing don't to say about that. One. Don't watch it because they should. But okay, <laughs> Marlon doesn't one. watch the TV show. I don't have that other <laughs> streaming service. Paramount. <laughs> Do you want to log in? <laughs> Do you want another no, streaming I, service? I, I, I'm already bouncing to every other streaming service. I can't add a bunch of my Wait, things. Wait, your hand. Oh, I, <laughs> that was definitely a hand for you. Yes, like, I want Paramount. Uh, we'll talk about okay, that sure. offline. <laughs> but um, I will send it to you. The uh, I will. I'll make you a, a login. Great. The uh, Picard um, season I, is, uh, I don't even know what to expect out of that. I think I'm just uh, like, it, it. I'm just excited for more of it. And I don't know if we're going to get a, if this is the end of it, if there will be another season three, I don't know if I want that. I kind of like, I, I kind of like three. Okay. Let me check. Let me check. Like I kind of would, I, I'm not trying to put any ill it. will out there for my boy, Patrick Stewart, but like, if we can move on past his no, story as soon as possible, just in case we hit a, 
um, a Princess Leia moment or something. I, I don't want his him to accidentally be put in that situation. So can we end it on season two where we, you know, we have him? <laughs> it's gonna it's it's gonna be three. It's just just three, and then it'll be over after. Okay. Oh, it's gonna be a trilogy. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well. Nah, I guess he has to play Professor X in the Marvel movie. <laughs> no, this is gonna be, that's going to be a one-time thing. We're getting a lot of him this year, and I'm very thankful for that. That's going to be a one-time thing. I don't care. I, it's beautiful. I, <laughs> I don't care. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm with Ray. Like, I have no expectations. I, I mean, they're pretty. They're not high, but I know whatever is going to be put out, I'm going to genuinely like. There might be some things I'm like, what? But knowing that, like, he's <laughs> coming back and um, guy is coming back, like, um, that already excites me. I don't know what the plot's going to be about. He has a whole crew, you know. Um, so just fun, ex- fun space adventures with one of the best um, people around. That's all I'm looking for. This is going to replace my Cowboy Bebop uh, TV show experience from last fall. Let's just say that. Poor Cowboy Bebop. Um, Rest in peace. R.I.P. Cowboy Bebop, the live action show. Even though I didn't like it, I just was really shocked they didn't get a season two. I was like, oh, well, that's that. Sad. Um, but hey, Picard, season two comes out the Capra. like March 2nd, I believe. Um the new Star Trek movie, um, all we know is that Simon Pegg is writing it right now. Um, Wait, we, is, is that confirmed? Mm-hmm. I thought he was. Mm-hmm. It is. Okay, let me rephrase that. He's rumored to be writing it. Um, again, that's getting the whole game that's like Chris Pine and Zoe Saldana and Carl um, blanking his last name. Carl uh, Urban? Everybody. It, yeah, that's the name I was thinking of. It I just be, stopped at Carl. It'll be interesting to see how they're going to deal with uh, the death that happened around that same time of for uh, what's his face, um, the actor. Oh, yeah, because the last that, movie that was super sad. That yeah, was, the last was movie so was his last movie. Was, he was, was yeah, bummer. he was really good. Um, I really hope they don't replace him. Um, I don't think I don't think they. Will. I don't. I just hope that they'll have him be like, oh, he's somewhere else I or something. I don't know. I don't mind it. Um, there's a lot of material to work on, knowing that whoever's writing it is probably going to write the plot's going to be something relevant relevant of today. That's that we can uh, empathize with, but you know, space way it, it's going to be the space version of our problems, basically. So, um, whatever happens with the movie, we'll keep y'all updated on that as well. I'm kind of hoping for... I just, I'm just happy to hear about Star Trek news since, you know, um, that's another big thing where we're excited for. Um, but with that said, I'm going to hand this off to Marlon because he has some Sifu news to talk about. I have some Sifu news. Uh, yeah, Ray and I got... Uh, we got our copies of Sifu uh, to play on the PlayStation. Now, Ray, you're on the PS4. I'm on the PS4. I want to add the disclaimer of uh, I did not technically pay for this game because that would break my mor- moratorium <laughs> on uh, paying for a game six months uh, before, <laughs> after, before, six, before six months or a game came out. So I'll make sure that's on the public record there. But um, I did start 
uh, I played the first. You didn't break his rule, y'all. You didn't break his rule. I didn't. I wanted to get to it today where I finished playing through my first game over. Um, but I didn't get around to uh, uh, getting to turn it mm. on yet today. Yeah. So if you don't know, Sifu is a fun uh, roguelike game as well. It's from Slow Clap. Uh, and yeah, I think just watching the initial trailer, I was really interested in the hallway scene that they originally shot. You kind of walked down the hallway and you're fighting your way through the hallway in a very cool kind of way. And I thought, like, that looks like a dope game. Uh, getting the game itself, it is, uh, it has. I wouldn't say a relatively high skill ceiling, but if you mess up a few times, it will uh, it will definitely take uh, some years off your life for real, for real. Uh, because in the game, if you get uh, knocked out, there's this talisman that can bring you back to life, but uh, it takes years off of your life to do so. And the years incrementally change. If you get knocked out once, it's one year increase. If you get knocked down twice, it's uh, a two-year increase every time, then three, then four. Uh, basically, the highest you can get to and you'll die is if you get to 80, uh, it's, a, it's a full game over. Uh, and uh, your boy got to that, um, and I got to 80, and it was, it was a game over for me. It's like, great. You're going to start over at the beginning at your warehouse uh, at the level you were before you came here. So that's where I got to a game over going to 80. <laughs> so you cannot go past 80. Yep, it's like, great, you're 80 years old, that's, you're done. Go back to the warehouse you were at and practice some more. Because uh, at a certain point, because again, the game it isn't just hand-to-hand combat. Sometimes someone has a foreign object in their hand. Sometimes you can kick an object at them, they can kick an object at you. Anything that you can interact, so can the AI. So you're really trying to figure out how to get out of the way, uh, to dodge an attack, get in the way, to counter, as well as being aware of your surroundings. You could try to like push off a wall or knock someone into a wall. You could roll through like a window to go to the other side of the window to avoid a mask group of people. And now you have this funnel point where everyone has to come through the window to come fight you. You can kind of do it that way. Um, so it definitely is about experimenting with your environment because each environment has different ways that can either be a pro or a con. Um, and there also are upgrades you can make that are going to be permanent upgrades to your character. So let's say you want to lock in some new moves. You can do so. The trick here is that um, it isn't just like hitting a few buttons to get it. You have to actually know the move so it, maybe it's like you hold the r button maybe you hold the r analog stick down and you hit triangle twice to do a leg sweep and maybe you can hold it up until like a pop-up you got to remember which of these oh. moves go to which person because depending on the scenario that you're faced with you can mean you have to pull all, the, of, all of the devil may cry fans will get behind that uh concept like it's not it's not most of the most of the fighting inputs and stuff like that they're all very similar to definitely cry mechanics of holding back and heavy or doing a back forward thing or double forward like it's nothing more complicated than than that absolutely yeah the only tricky part is just being able to read the crowd because there are some folks who might come and maybe they got the glow like they're Bruce Leroy. And if they got the glow, then they're a little bit more tougher. They have these little flaming kicks or flaming punches. And now you got to like actively dodge their moves because you can't really parry them as easily. Uh, and then they have this really dope boss fights, which introduce uh, them interacting with the environment in a whole new way. Um, whether that means they're like jumping into uh, a tree or 
some other hidden area and then popping back out again and like throwing something at you. You have to just be aware of your surroundings. Uh, yeah, and it, it can definitely punish you if uh, you get caught, you know, lacking. So it definitely caught me a few times. And the combat system definitely is unique uh, in that it just looks really dope. Like when when you're in the flow of things and you're walking in the hallway and someone like throws a bottle at you, you catch it, you throw it back at them, hit them in the head, catch them in the throat, you like flip the other guy over. It feels really good once you're in the flow of things and when it goes bad it just looks like a bad street fight you got folks just dogpiling you kicking you on the ground fully just like knocking you out it just looks grimy uh but it's a fun game like it, it definitely is what i have to stop but like cool like let me rethink my entire strategy um definitely utilize restarting the level over if you need to because uh, i finished the first playthrough uh i started at you started at 21 i finished the first um i guess level i was I went to, I was 41 at the end of it. Uh, and I was like, great. Uh, I made a lot of mistakes that first, that first playthrough. Let your boys start over again. Uh, and the cool thing is you can start the game off being, um, young man or young woman, uh, and you can like grow up accordingly. And it's cool to kind of watch because for both characters, like their, like their entire hair changes for the guy. It's noticeable your beard gets a little bit longer each time you get older. For a young lady, her ponytail gets longer each time you like age a little bit. So it's just like you can clearly see, oh, I'm getting older. But what's cool is that when you do get older, um, the game decides to give you, you know, some help. And if you are older, you get a bonus to damage. So you hit harder when you're older. Um, but it also means that, you know, your, your uh, health bar is less though because you're older. Mm. So your damage is more. But your health bar so starts going down as you get older as game? well. It, sim- it seems like it was it's not as long as most games. And that's wonderful because uh, I, about yeah, I think people are saying it ranges somewhere between like 12 to 15, depending on how g- well you do and how many times you got to start over and stuff like that. Because the game doesn't I've heard the game doesn't make you start completely over. Um, you always can go back to whatever was the best age or the youngest age that you started a level on, you can always go back to that age to restart level two or restart level three. Um, mm. And so you don't have to, or you can go back to level one and try to beat your high score so that when you when you get to level two again, you have an even younger way of doing it. So um, I, but it's saying like 12 mm. to 15 hours, which is fantastic. There are, uh, that's, I, I love me some, I love me a short game. A good, short, wonderful game experience. Short. Nice. Um, you gotta love that. So do you think this game will have any future DLCs or maybe a part two along somewhere down the line? Do you think it's that gripping of a game well, I mean, for that to do, like to start like a series? The cool thing is it's like a $40 game. So the game is 40 bucks because it is only like Raven said, like, in between, you know, if you're just doing main mission 10, if you're doing some extra fun stuff, 12 and 15. So it's not, they're not giving you the full like $70 price tag. Um, they might throw in some DLCs, maybe. It's like, it seems like it, it'd be easy to like drop a DLC in there. I mean, the game, the, the, like the game's full focus is like you're trying to figure out, you know, who betrayed your family. So it's very much like this, uh, like mystery trying to, pinpoint these people you think know something so you're trying to fight them to get more clues together and ultimately find like the like the last person so to drop in a dlc not sure it would help 
the full main story, but maybe it's just like some side story. Maybe they want to throw some extra stuff. Who knows? Uh, but it could be something they could potentially want to do. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just it's just really it's a fun little game. You want to get in there, learn how to really kick some butt, but learn some really dope moves. You know, so I think go for it. See if it's a one. Um, my last question is: so it's only on PlayStation's? Is it on any other platforms? I it's on PC it right now too. Just or at least maybe it's yeah. PS4, PS5, Microsoft. Yeah. I don't know what is on for Microsoft because okay, so. it's not on Steam, but. Um, hmm. it says Microsoft Windows, so I'm not sure what that means currently. Hmm. I think it's on Epic Games. Ah, there oh, it is. Epic Games. It's on I Epic know, Games. I know that yeah. It's on Epic. Okay, well. Scoop it up for 40. For 40 bucks. Uh, 40 bucks. 40 bucks. On PlayStation or PC. You too. Play some seafood. <laughs> Play some seafood. You kept saying that Kick last week, butt. and I was like, "It's called seafood. Why is that called that?" You like seafood. Seafood. Oh, okay. Seafood. Yeah. And then another quick hack for you. I just got um, Horizon Zodan uh, Forbidden yes. West, and a fun pro tip has been: if you oh. own a PS5, to buy the PlayStation Four version because it's like ten bucks cheaper than the PS5 version because they all have a free upgrade. So just do that, get the free upgrade, and then you get your Save your $10. Dollars. Exactly. And what's great is that for someone like me who, like, I have both, but I gave one to my friend, uh, they now have access to the PS4 version, and I have access to the PS5 version. So they can have their thing, and I can have my thing. And it's, like, great. And I love that. I love that I can, like, I love that there are games that give you, like, the two options. I'm like, great, this is for me, and this is for you. It's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, so far that's going really great. Um, the I love the upgraded crafting mechanics are very new, very cool, very crisp. I love the new added creatures. Those are all just really dope. Uh, and I just love Lance Riddick. I think he has an amazing voice. Uh, and any and anytime he's on screen talking, it's like ah, yeah. Tell me all these things, Lance. Tell me all these things that you want me to do. Tell me how much of a fool I am, because when you say it, it sounds so good. Uh, but yeah, it looks great. Plays great. Uh, it's fun content. I gotta say, I, I think there are definitely folks that were looking for a completely new game, but I'm like, yo, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And like, they're capitalizing on a story that like existed and they're adding like more like, sides to it more fresh content to an already amazing idea and i think the ip is only just it's thriving because of it so if you haven't got it get that ps4 version upgraded it's really fun and uh i forgot how much i enjoyed fighting zoids uh which is what they are they're just like zoids and i just love fighting zoids and taking up their little body parts and getting guns off of them it's like really great so far so good so far, so good. I, I mean, I came into it like I already like the IP. So I was like, this is going to be fun. And even if it like isn't as fun as like I might like it, I'm still going to enjoy the scavenging, the hunting aspect of it. Like, it's a real good game that rewards you for uh, being stealthy in a, in a really fun way. It's a game that rewards you for finding and, and like scavenging and crafting things. So it's yeah, I, I think it's going to be fun. It's dope. Uh, and it's and when I went to see Uncharted, um, Sony has uh, like a like 
a Marvel crawl-esque type thing where it's like, this is a Sony movie. And the first thing you see in that crawl is like Aloy. Literally, you see Aloy with a little... Uh, with their GPS Bluetooth just in the screen shooting an arrow off. And it's like, oh, yeah, they know. They know this is their moneymaker. They know this is it. Aloy's the one. Wow, Sony. Not mad at you. Dipping their toesies into the, the film game. And you can blame, you know, Sonic. Sonic, you know. Sonic's got them thinking, oh, so we can do video game movies and they can make money. <laughs> All right, let's get in here. Let's dip our toes back into this. <laughs> this is true. That's true. If it's not Spider-Man, it's Sonic. So it's going to be one of those two. Okay, so <clears throat> definitely, we're, well, I hope to hear more about your review um, on the new game soon. Um, this is actually one of the first uh, newest, hottest games that sound like it's doing well, because I haven't seen that in a long time. So this is all good news to hear that you jumped in and you're mm. like, oh, this is fun. You know, I haven't heard that in a minute. I mean, it's almost like when you really think a game is ready and the dev team is like, yes, it's ready, that it works. It's almost like when you listen to the devs and what they're telling you that your game's going to work. And when you listen to the people who aren't the devs, it's like, we'll fix it in post. We'll release it and then we'll spend three months it, fixing it. People will be fine, right? It helps, buy it. It helps we'll when it's later. a sequel also, because half the work is already done for you. You're just uh, making new stuff and fine-tuning what people didn't like from the first one and everything. So it, it definitely uh, is definitely good for on that side. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing more because I will buy this game eventually when it's on sale. Um, and then I too can enjoy. Um, awesome. <clears throat> now. It's beautiful. Now, for our last part, I want to take this moment to have this safe space that we've created for ourselves. It's rants. It's not my it's rants. rants. It's anyone who wants to rant. This is a nice, healthy rants. You're going to track your cats into your room. <laughs> um, this is a nice space for us to have rant sessions of things that have been happening. Everyone gets a theme the song. This is Cat's theme song. World. And I'm, I mean, it's just stuff that I'm just like, I mean, in other words, what really grinds my, my gears? And um, <laughs> I just wanted to start it off. You know, that's, I'm going to take all that you did and make a little theme based on what you did. <laughs> like, I really will. I really will. Let me start off by saying, listeners, I know you've known of George R. R. Martin, you know, father of Game of Thrones, who has taken 50 years to write this book series. Huh? 50 years ago. <laughs> 50 years ago. Still hasn't finished that last book that's supposed to tie in the story. And for fans to I think see. It's the last two books, isn't it? Is it two? I think it's the last two books. Oh my god. I thought it was just one book. giant book. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> he owes us two oh more bucks. Yeah, we've done this. So anyway, you can see why I'm going to go harder in this out. rant now. He owes us Game of Thrones fans two books. As you remember, that we're still having therapy over season eight of Game of Thrones, how it ended. And our biggest thing is, you know, 
what with the books? Like, what what's the book ending? Like, how how is the book tied in their story? Because it's different, right? We're still waiting on that. I I feel like fans that actually like his books or like his writing, you know, they're faithful to whatever he's doing, whether that's spinoffs, creating a whole nother Game of Thrones spinoff on HBO, all that. You know, he's doing all that. But I had hope during this pandemic, he would take the time to at least work on these last two books. That's, you know, to give us closure so we can move on. Apparently not. Apparently last week, we, we the fans found out that George R. R. Martin is moving forward and joining the Wild Cards it's a Marvel series called Wild Cards Universe to write different stories, um, whatever the first stories in the series. Um, but he's going to be working on that. There's a lot of stories, a lot of content to be working on. Don't know how long this is going to go on. But I just want to I just want to say out loud, like, OK, so now he wants to get Marvel money. <sighs> is, is, is not having money enough for it? Like, like you can't stop. You just got to get more. Yeah. And you just the more money you get, you lose your writing talent. Like, I'm confused. Been eleven years. Holy shit! Wow. Eleven years for what? Yeah. Since his last book came out. That's a the whole last child. Book that was released in the Song of uh, Ice and Fire was Dance of Dragons in 2011. Wow! Oh wow! He still has to finish The Winds of Winter and A Dream of Spring. I just want. I just want people. I just listeners. I want to hear your thoughts on this because I'm I'm confused. Like I understand people have writer's block. People take breaks. They do things. But like knowing that we don't have that TV show on to watch that made him successful in his pockets, and he's done a little things here and there, and he said. I feel like four years ago, he was like, yeah, I'm writing some notes. I'm getting some stuff down, getting my writing time in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we don't hear nothing else, but I hear him writing other things. Like, where does it end? Where does it end? Will we ever get those last two books? That's my question. By the time we retire... We're like, I if he lives to be like a hundred and something and he's still <laughs> lives, he's just like, I don't know. Pat, he said people should stop saying that about him. Well, I mean, what are you going to do about it? You either going to do stop, it so we can shut said, up about stop it. Stop saying I'm going to die before I finish these books. I'll be fine. Jump, Marlon. Like, he, 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 where are you oh going to talk Pat. about it or he's going to get Pat. jumped? He has two choices. <laughs> Amy, you're going to find out there's going to be an email of a cease and desist order from the party. Uh, it wasn't me. Whatever. They're like, we know you guys prophesy shit and then it comes true. So stop it. <laughs> you can't prove that. It just Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious. But- <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Any other thing I will say. Marlon is Right. That's, I'm just, I don't know. I saw that. I had to say my piece. I don't know if there's anyone else out there who's feeling that, but George R.R. R. Martin needs to stop. He's going to write a retreat and, re- and relearn how to write or something to get back in the groove of things. I'm not saying he's to finish by next year, but hey, you know, within the next five years, seems pretty good. That seems reasonable, right? Wait, for the so, next book or for both of the books? For one book. And then the next five um, years after that, for the next. So 10 years. Yes, I'm going to give him 10 years for the next two books. 
That's Jeez. very generous. Wow. That was very generous. So twenty thirty two for the <laughs> if thirty five. Two books. You'll be forty five, cat. Are you cool with that? You cool with that? You cool with that though? We're going to have to go to his house. <laughs> I think also it's important to know that the time between his like first three books was just two years. It was ninety six, ninety eight, mm. two thousand, and then it got weird. The next one was like two thousand five. And then the other one was 2011. <laughs> so he's been like, like he's, he's getting wider. So whatever time period we get for this other one, we're going to have to be like, great. We're going to have to wait that much. <laughs> we're going to have to wait that much longer for this. Unless for this, he's for this doing it back one. to back. Like he's writing it. Unless he's doing it back to back. Like, but Two know. books within five years. That's a, that's a, you might be forgiven, George. You might be forgiven, <laughs> but still. People are going to hate it at? anyway once Hashtag it happens. Hashtag where the books at. This is going to come out and just be... He probably is actually trying to just wait for people to forget that how bad the original Game of Thrones... Uh, uh, like or maybe not just how bad this 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 ending is, and just to then he'll get you know the excitement a couple years later, just like oh my gosh, it's back. So he gonna wait ten more years for that? Maybe <laughs> twenty thirty two people. I expect to see on my Amazon <laughs> Kindle thing. Hey, your Amazon like Will matrix Kat. screen. Yes. Well, cat when it does come out. George Martin says he believes that the last two volumes of this series will total over 3,000 pages. Wait, the oh total of both books or just one book? It says believes the last two volumes of this series will total over 3,000 manuscript pages. So one book's like 1,500 oh pages. God. I can't. I can't. So, <laughs> okay. if this man out. drops a 1,500 page book, I thought people were going to be a blue set. So, if I'm reading this 1,500 page book and if it's still taking me nowhere, I'm still showing up to his house. Okay, we gave you how many okay, years? Okay, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta. <laughs> Art stuff. You can't show up at this man's house. Amy's gonna get a cease and desist order. We can't have this happen. Why am I the Your target of Cat's roguedness? Cat goes rogue and he come for me? You're the producer. You're the producer. I don't control Cat. I don't control you. This. I don't control Raymond. I don't control anybody else that I produce stuff for. This. I just, Mm-mm. I'm just no, saying. No, 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 no. I do not. No. I just say, as a Game of Thrones fan, books mm. are like the last things books. we have before everything goes digital. I just, I just want, I'll just want the books. That's all. And that's all I got to say. All right. Well, you heard it here. George, Raymond, Richard Martin. If you don't get Cat her last two books by 2032, she's going to be so upset at you. I'm, I just, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm just, I just want to sit down and talk. That's all. <laughs> All right, <sweet> Reverend. <laughs> I still talk to him. 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 It's fine. I still talk to him. Shining a full golf club. No, no, it's fine. I still talk to him. I still talk to him. It's fine. I, still talk to him. <laughs> I just wanted to talk to him, but yeah, that's that was my little rant. Um, Marlene, you have literally some, how every fight. Did you have something to say? Literally, how every fight in high school started. No, no, no I, I just want to talk to her. I was like, no, you don't want to talk to her. You're lying to everybody in this room. You don't want to talk. I just want to talk. Your fist, your fist, don't talk. My hands are like this when I'm talking. I don't know what you're talking it's about. Fine. I just want to talk to her. I just want to talk. It's fine. No, no, I don't want to talk. I, I just have a question. I just have a question. Can I ask a question? It's like, don't ask her the question. Just don't do it right now. I'll write the questions and just uh, hold it up. 
<laughs> that, that's perfect. Like a, that's that's just as dangerous. You have two sharp objects. So my, so my words are that <laughs> dangerous. Okay. Yes, they probably are. Throw pens at this man. Uh, no. Um, thank you for that rant. I appreciate that. That was good. That was great. That's what that's what grinds cats gears. Um, yeah, I think for me it was just seeing uh, the Rescue Rangers reboot. Not a reboot. It's a comeback trailer. Uh, and just being visually disgusted by what I saw. Uh, here's the thing. They didn't know what lane to pick. It's like, do we go live action? No, let's do live action and let's do CGI. No, 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 no. Let's do live action, CGI, and 2D animation. No, 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 no. Let's do live action, CGI, old, ugly CGI, 2D animation, and also stick figures. It's just they're throwing everything at you. Uh, and what I love about it is that they're, they're not even trying to put this in theaters. This is going straight to the DVD bin, which is Disney Plus's catalog of like, we're just going to put this on here. We know it's not going to survive out there. We know we're not going to recoup this money we're going to make on this film out in the public eye. But just maybe we can get that money back on Disney Plus. It doesn't look great. Um, and I, here's the thing. I don't have anything against Andy Samberg. Or uh, who's the other one that that's voice? It's Andy Samberg and it's um and it's John Mulaney. Uh but I feel like hearing their voices as the characters didn't make any sense to me. The voices are weird. Like, it 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 just seemed like they just picked the actors first and said, Great, we're just gonna give you Chippendale. And it's like, mm-hmm. do these line up? And what it gave me a sneak preview is like, is this what's the, is this what the Mario film is gonna be like for Chris Pratt? Mm-hmm. You're just gonna be in this role, and it's like, I can't not unhear John Mulaney from Big Mouth playing Chip. I can't not unhear. This is a weird like it's a weird auditory thing. I'm hearing that same voice in my ear talking about acorns. Oh, I got CGI surgery, which again. Stop being so meta. It didn't need to be that meta. Now you threw a Roger Rabbit in there to make it extra meta like Toontown exists still because kids nowadays remember that film from uh, from their childhood. Uh, so that's happening. <laughs> it's like, who is this for, Disney? Who is this? At least with the Smurfs, you were trying to hit kids. But this one is just so abstract. Like you're, you're bringing in really creepy CGI that kids wouldn't remember because literally polo expresses before they were born so they remember that really creepy glassy eyed blank look cgi you even got um the stoner himself seth rogan yes. in this playing a stoned out dwarf and it's like are you trying to get the college crowd because you got him making his stoner <laughs> <laughs> laughing here for some reason i don't know who it's for uh and i feel like there are a lot of cash grabs they at least try to hide how cash grabby they are even if it's not great this one is, is very close this is a, a cash grab they're just they're, they're catching the checks in like great we're going to get this character we're going to bring in every other cartoon character in our catalog and we're just going to throw them in this comic-con event and just it's like one part uh galaxy quest one part roger rabbit one part ready player one and like another part uh Smurfs. It's like they're, they're trying to hit all these things and just combine them. And what you get is a trailer that is universally confusing. Mm-hmm. It's just confusing. And then you throw on it's not a reboot, and it's like, yeah, it is a reboot. Were these characters just doing a TV show a minute ago? No, it's been a minute. These kids don't know Chippendale is anymore. They don't remember Chippendale R- R- Rescue Rangers. They don't remember that. They don't remember Gadget. 
They don't, they don't remember Monterey Jack. They don't remember Monterey Jack. I remember that. They don't remember, these, they don't remember all these tales of whimsy. This is literally a reboot. It's it's de- the definition is that's a reboot. You're like, it's not a reboot, it's a comeback. Where'd y'all come back from? The past? So you've been rebooted. That's what it's called. It's fine. I think it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be something that people hate watch and like shit all over, but it's gonna work in their benefit of like, hey, nope. Any press is not bad press. So hey, people are talking about how terrible it is, but we get those clicks, so it's 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 gonna be that. And uh, hey, you go. I just why even make it if it was going to be disastrous? It's like someone vomited everything from the eighties and nineties into this, and then picked two funny white guys to do the voices. It's terrible nostalgia. <laughs> but there this is, is like the worst way to introduce nostalgia, though. Like. I Not would have I would have view. thought if they were going to do Rescue Rangers or Chippendale, they were going to do how they did DuckTales, how DuckTales had the new reboot, and they just kind of modernized it a bit, even though I didn't really like it, but it, it made sense. I thought they were going to do that for this show, but they did not. It's like Garfield and the Alvin and the Chipmunks and Smurfs and everything that's all that mixed together and barfed on and then they're going to present it to us saying it's not a reboot it's like callback and we're funny i mean we have funny they called guys in, in it. every favor this movie has will arnett jk simmons See? eric banna the old school hulk is playing monterey jack <laughs> what uh Yes, Eric Banner played the whole is, is playing Monterey Jack. Keegan Michael Key is in this. Of course. Uh Chris Parnell is what? in this. Uh there's a lot of, they also have Dennis Haysbert, aka the sexiest chocolate man from your mother's favorite waiting to exhale. The state park uh, guy, aka by a celebrity dad. <laughs> yeah. He's playing Zipper. What the hell? I don't oh, know why they have him playing Zipper. <laughs> this is making me way more upset than we were when we started this conversation. Again, and for, I'm sorry for folks who are watching this who don't remember Chippendale. Zipper was the fly, <laughs> the little green fly. That's like, <laughs> and your and your and your boy from the Allstate commercial is playing the fly. That feels racist. This feels I like I don't understand. <laughs> what was that movie that got made that like they were able to make it because the studio had contracts from every major actor and actress and they had to be in it and Cats. it was supposed to was it called Movie Thirty Four or something? Oh yeah, like that? that movie. Also, and Cats, Cats is yeah. a good one. <laughs> I feel like this feels like that where it's like, cool, you have to contractually be in this film. Like you, like this is like a part of the deal. You're in this. And it's like, we're grabbing folks. You're going to be a part of this. I just, this, I'm feeling worse than when you started this conversation, Marlon. Also, Kat, I'm sorry. I forgot to add that. They're also bringing in Paula Abdul and Scat Cat. Because again, who remembers hey, those? That was hey, my favorite music video Don't child. talk about Paula Abdul like that. But again, we remember them. Well, no, we remember who that is, but it's like that's a deep throwback. That is so they're real trying to deep get millennials Scat again Cat and Paula oh Abdul totally. in the worst way. And it's like y'all are really digging into this barrel. I'm like, let's remember all this. Let's get all the nostalgia scoops out. Let's get them all out here. They really got Paula. Okay. 
Oh, Lord. I'm going to have to hate watch this too because then we're going to have to that's, talk about that's this. That's what they want. They want you to we're still give them views. Don't do it. Yep. So that's, that's I'm just gonna be watching the- uh, Clone Wars, and you guys can enjoy that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going down that road with y'all. Nope. Have fun. <laughs> no, we we're going to have to go that way, and we're going to have to talk about why this oh, should never God. happen again. It's going to. I realize why it's happening. This is a Lonely Island directed yeah. film. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, it is. Oh god. I thought they were just doing. It. I thought they. I thought they were just doing the soundtrack, but literally Akiva is the director. Of wow. The Lonely Island crew is like, no, no, no. We're gonna make a film about hey, the rest of the. If that means piece. anything, that means I... it's actually gonna be better than y'all expect because Lonely Island has a pretty good track mm-hmm. record. If it's better than the Emoji Movie, okay. But was the, they, was the, that the them thing, too? The trailer just looked really weird. No, I don't know. I'm just emoji. saying. Okay. <laughs> I was like, hold on. <laughs> the same as the Emoji Movie trailer. No. And I'm like, if this is better than actually the Emoji Movie, okay, we're going somewhere. Because that movie to help you out. Buster. Lonely Island has done, they've done Hot Rod. That's pretty funny. That was one of theirs. Yeah. McGruber. That's funny. Did anyone watch the MacGruber film? No. I did. Okay. They've also done Okay, Palm Springs, yeah. which it was really, actually good. really good. And like don't okay. don't forget Pop Star also, never stopped really or never popping, never stopped popping. Yeah. They have a great <laughs> never stop stopping. Never stop stopping. As a trio, they have a great track record. I that's just saying. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine, great track record. Um, True. Maybe, maybe they'll surprise maybe. us. Maybe they'll come out of the woodwork and be like, "Hey, here we are." And maybe you can stay, or maybe you gotta go. I don't know. Um, when is the show uh, debuting? The show, the Chip and Dale show. Oh, uh, let's see here. So then I can prepare. It's supposed to come out this year. Twenty releases May twentieth, two thousand twenty-four. Okay. For the that's right before the um um what's his face show drops the um uh Star Wars show right Obi Wan like days before. So yeah. we have Obi Wan to save us to cleanse our minds of the shows too much. We just switched to Obi Wan. On the same app. <laughs> there you go. Uh, again, I think what's going to make this interesting, though, for Ray is that I feel like for Lonely Island, looking at all the films they've done, they've more or less been in like the raunchier, R-rated, or you know, highly PG-13 side. I'm wondering if working for Disney's gonna mm, hamstring that. that. No, it's I, like, you, you can't do what you normally you do. You all are probably right in that this movie's going to be bad. I just. Uh, uh, the, the only the only positive thing you've said so far is uh, that is that Lonely Island is kind of like uh, Akiva and uh, I don't know if Yorma's part of the cast, but if Andy Sandberg is the main character and, and one of the three of them is the director, Yorma's probably in this movie somewhere. So I would be surprised for him to not be in this involved oh, somehow in absolutely. some capacity or other. But I, I just was trying to point out that that's basically the only positive you said so far is that it's still a lot of negatives. For sure, yeah. It'll be a lot of, yeah, I think this is going to be fascinating 
I'm not going to watch it, but I am going to listen to all the reviews. You are maybe watch it, no, so I'm not. The only one. Do I have you to watch, watch it? it with me. Okay, I do. I do watch garbage. Okay, I will watch the garbage okay, and then tell you what the garbage this. tasted like. Give me my trash. Give me my trash. I mean, I did watch Uncharted, so I do love a good little trash. My trash. I can't wait to hear more about this Uncharted movie from your point of view. I want to hear everything about it. Um, I'm assuming that's going to be I want to hear Marlon's Corner it. next week or this week. Yeah, uh, with my special guest, uh, Larry Frider from uh, My Favorite Movie Is, the podcast. Nice, nice. I'm excited to hear because I didn't hear good things about Uncharted. and It's fine. I just think that. This was one of the, I think Tom Holland and his agent are really trying to get him in things that aren't Marvel to just, I think just not really test out. Can we keep this consistent? Like is Marvel the one thing that's holding you up or can we get you to other properties? And I think he's like, there are some that are working. And I think this one just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it didn't, didn't work out. And then I think he's kind of got this like Marty McFly esque thing to him where it's like, you sound <laughs> like Peter Parker in this film. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, but then again, there are actors like our boy from Deadpool who in every movie he's in, he sounds the exact same as well. So he's just got to find his rhythm to be movies like that in his own way. Yeah. I mean, if, if Ryan Reynolds can be Ryan Reynolds in all of his roles, then maybe Tom Holland can be Tom Holland all as well. (laughs) (laughs) That's Green Lantern. That's what he found himself. He was in so many mediocre films. Before he hit You're his right. stride. It did take him a minute. So long. And Tom Damn. is so young. He's only in his 20s. Yeah, he just so he has a lot of time. Just because He time. also has a baby face, which I think is the hardest part. Is his baby face is really because it's like, is he gonna keep the baby face for forever? Is if he gonna grow just be like a, a beard, a grown... he's just gonna look it's, it's not gonna look good on him. His look face weird. is only so so small. It's so small. If he has a beard, you're just gonna see the eyes. Like <laughs> Maybe he should have been a Lord of the Rings TV show. Maybe he could have been like an elf or something. I think that's where he's in. I think he's trying to combat that by taking on like masculine esque roles or like I'm gonna like even taking on the Uncharted role. Like I'm gonna be Nathan Drake. I'm gonna be this adventurer who's like like, badass. Mm, I got you. Cool. You have to age down this character because you don't look that age. Like, and we also have to age on everyone around you because it'd be weird if we didn't like address the fact that. Everyone is like 40 years older than you if you don't age them down. So it's we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, the film is, is it's getting mixed reviews. It's not it's not the new hotness. But, but it's not because like said, of Tom. Sony, is it because of the plot? It's because of a mixture of things, mm-hmm. honestly. I mean, uh, the, the saving grace of that film is that uh, they let Mark Wahlberg and Tom have fun. Like, there are several moments where it sounds like Mark Wahlberg is going to be like, hey, how's your mother? And it's just like, <laughs> there was a full scene where he was like hey and I was like is he gonna say how's your mother he didn't say it and I was like that sounds just like everyone making fun of your accent you're just like hey how's it going what you doing there oh, I'm Sully alright cool nice to meet you buddy that was <laughs> Mark Wahlberg and it's just they're just having fun but it's just it's it's also not great it's also like okay this this is, this is real rough this is, this is not the best film um 
The ending, though, is basically uh, Pirates of the Caribbean meets Fast and Furious meets National Treasure meets Indiana Jones. It's Wait, just what? they slam all the genres together. Like and it's like, that to my what's happening now? The Declaration of Independence I... and got away on a boat. <laughs> like, what? My favorite part is that I got to see it with my fiance Camille, and I got to look over and see her just have the most confused look on her face. Like, what the fuck is going on right now? And I'm like, I have no idea what's happening. How we even got here. And like, are we watching the same like we are we saw the exact same plot points babe and with those with that knowledge i couldn't even fathom that we were going to get to this point in the story at all this came out of nowhere <laughs> this is literally jumping several sharks we're just doing all the things to check off action movie check boxes this wow. is great. but like i said sony is putting a lot of money in this like movie endeavor that you like really try to go for uh, I wouldn't, like, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they greenlight a, a sequel to this and we start getting more of these because they're really going for it. I know that Neil Druckmann is an EP on this film and, surprise, surprise, so is Tom Holland. Hmm. So no matter how the movie does, he's getting a good chunk of that pie. Can't be mad at that. Get your money, my man. Get your money. But it's not a great film, but get your money. <laughs> like will smith gave him advice when they worked on that animated spy movie uh, and they hung out a lot and i felt right. like he totally probably forgot about that yeah i'm only saying <laughs> I mean, that because i watched some behind the scene videos on instagram oh, of them like hanging out movie. and they seem like they generally had fun but like again i didn't see that movie because it looked like eh. um it was a trash yeah film. so but i wonder if what he told tom since he's young like hey you know find your voice but producing is where it's at why are you finding your voice which is really smart yeah i mean they just i mean he ends in day just bought a home in london right so like they're they're making money you know so hey like do what you gotta do to make that money at the end of the day if it's like if it's a passion project go for it if it's a project to pay those bills get those lights in order do your thing man because Sony's going to pay for it, and Sony absolutely... Sony loves him. Like, I mean, he's headlining Spider-Man. Sony marketed everything around this kid. Like, they're like, everyone's... Yeah, Ray. Yep. 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 <laughs> Very like, yep. audience loved it. Sitting, the critics gave it a 39% of the audience. Like, we love yeah. Tom Holland. 39%? <laughs> All right. Damn. Like, that Anybody? discrepancy is wild. Because literally, because all the critics are like, That's this funny. film structurally isn't great and the audience is like we love tom holland shut your face <laughs> we really like tom holland you be quiet movies. when you are tom a great, is in when this. everyone likes tom you holland. but your movie sucks you are yes, when you are loved it's a very good time to make money <laughs> mind you it'd be one thing if the critic it'd be one thing if this was like the critics for um the eternal they're like oh this was too long and we didn't like it that's one thing this is like hey this movie structurally is bad like let's just let's just and like I think one film critic was like let's just break down each of the chapters of this film. Here's why each one is not good, or why this is fast, or why this makes no sense. And it's like that's why it has a score. Where people are like, "Yo, Tom Holland, Marky Mark, I'm in all the way. I don't care what the plot is. I don't care that the dialogue was terrible. I like Tom Holland." You know, someone definitely said that. I like that guy. That's what Sony was counting on. And honestly, let's be real. Sony plays the good bet. 
They were probably like, this is a terrible. And also, Neil Druckmann has been asked how, how he feels about this film. And he's always like, I don't have any comment this time. <laughs> but you made it. He was an EP, but he's very clear. It's like, I'm not going to give any feedback on this <laughs> film. Because again, Neil, Neil Druckmann is responsible for the Uncharted. No, he wasn't. So he's like, I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm just going to be like, hey. Wasn't he like a writer uh, on these? Maybe he was a writer. I, I believe I don't he think, was the head of story. I don't think he was. I think he was. I think he was brought into <laughs> Naughty Dog um, when Last of Us Two came in. I don't. And Uncharted here, was much earlier than that. Because for his writing credits, he has Drake's Fortune, uncredited. Among Us Two, written by, uncredited. Yeah, uh, Last of Us, written by. That was written by uh, Legacy Uncharted, head of narrative development, and also Which, What by. was that last one you said? Uh, Uncharted, the, the uh, that was the Legacy of Thieves collection where they had all oh, the games yeah, together. Yeah. But um, all the games for Uncharted, he's listed as like a writer, but uncredited. Uh, I I only see him. Uh. Okay, I see co-writer on a couple of these, but uh, lead co-writer on Uncharted 4, mm-hmm. but I'm curious how much work he actually did on Drake's Fortune and Uncharted 2. True. That's surprising. I was like, this man has been involved with that, but that early, I was like, all right, all right. I mean, good now. But yeah, so he just, he's been on record being like, I have no comment uh, about the film, so he might have his own personal opinions about it but it's like yeah i'm getting paid regardless also we are still working on the last of us tv series so i'm not gonna rock the boat too much so it is what it is that makes sense. the power of tom Interesting. and that's all uh, i got from this Kate. conversation <laughs> it puts butts in seats this is also him coming off of like no way home right or, 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 whatever way home the spider-man the homeless the movie. Basically, <laughs> homeless. he's coming off of that, and, and they're like, "Great, we can funnel his audience right into this film." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to the next Sony feature with Tom Holland because Sony's going to call him again for whatever that might be, and I'm hoping it's not another, another video game movie. Film. Let's get more original. Probably. Uncharted Two. We'll probably do. Oh, one of the either a thieves end no. or. Maybe among these, I don't know. There's one that that's like supernatural, so I don't know if they want to throw it. That one's an I easy mean, layup. It's literally a supernatural adventure film. If they want to throw that one in there, they all. That is true, but I feel like the one where, where they go to like uh, Shangri La is like hella <laughs> supernatural. <laughs> hella supernatural. Mm-hmm. Look, it's a yeti, and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> the yetis are fighting the soldiers i've never thought of ever read that right on screen ever but here we are here we are but yeah so that's what we got so far in the world of uncharted the world of sony uh they're out here making big moves making With that money holland just i just want to emphasize that like we need something we need to make a movie call tom we'll figure it out just put him on board and then we figure out the movie Go on board <laughs> Yeah. Mind you, this film also was like for 10 years in limbo because they just couldn't get it off the I, ground. I, I remember. And originally they were going to do Nathan Fillion, potentially. Was, they were I talking wanted. about it. <laughs> they were talking about it, for but years. at some point it was like, this is taking way too long. And they were like, we got to keep moving. So it just, just makes sense at that point. That version's still in my head, though. That was that was the only actor that All could the, play him ever. Because of the 
because of that really cool fan trailer. Yes, forever in my head. <laughs> it's like, this makes sense. <laughs> this looks so it looks good. So good. Like, Give those people money and let them make the real Uncharted. I don't care if, how old Nathan Fillion, he can still be hit. Like, come on. I mean, you're not I'm wrong. not. I know, I, not I know exactly what I'm talking about. I need that to be a movie. But hey, someday. We'll see what happens. And hopefully they get a better director uh, than Ruben Fleischer. <laughs> Who's fine? He's, he's 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 he did the Venom. He did the first Venom movie, and he did both of the Zombie Land movies. Uh, okay, so he's average. He's, a, he, he's not he's bad, average. but I do think that had they had someone else, maybe it would have had a stronger start. But you know, because remember Venom, he directed the first one, and the second one was was, was directed by Andy Serkis, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like had they got someone else to come in, maybe this would have been a bigger splash. True, in. true, true. <laughs> Alrighty then. Anything else to add to the docket today? Nope. Okay. That was a whole teacher pause, by the way. Um, listeners, thank you again for coming um, to us and listening to our episode, Making Your Day. Thank you for that. Um, don't forget, you can stop by on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our own website, geekforcepodcast.com. Please, please stop there. Worked extremely hard on that. Shout out to Amy. <laughs> a lot of hard work in. Um, but with that said. And please, any season assist orders also go to Amy. Because FYI, just send them right to No, send to Marlon. Marlon's Corner at QuestMedia.com. <laughs> He's going to probably stir and shit and pissing people off. <laughs> Wait, so I got the only one? Cool. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Takes a lot. Okay, cool. Um, with that said, everyone be safe, eat healthy, watch the original Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and geek on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.